and hello we are live 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 i look like hell today um i don't know why i decided to do this but i guess this is going to be my uh, first official episodes of get schooled by marcella Alonzo. and my earlier podcast from Last time around, that was really an intro about who I am, why did I get started, whatever, but I wanted to get the ball rolling. I wanted to really, like, personalize more of my site. So, I took notes like a good person and an organized person, which sometimes that's my hardest thing to do in life is to be organized. I usually get shit done, but I hate, I'm very bad about, like, getting stuff organized. Could have my phone shut off, but... I wanted to start it to begin to school you right now. So, I'm starting off with something that's for everybody, even the squares. What is a square, you may ask? Well, me being a lifelong, an adult, life-working sex worker, me been in the business since I've been 18 years old, um, people that are squares are not in sex work, and I'm very generalizing everything. In porn, I know they call them civilians. I've never done porn, um, but I'm just going to say square, the everyday life. I like squares. There's nothing wrong with being squares. We need more squares in our life. We need teachers. We need doctors. We need different, you know, occupations. But um, right now, I'm an, because I do have that sex worker background, sometimes in this podcast, I will be talking about that, and I'll be very honest, but then sometimes I'm going to be talking to people in general um, so this is for everybody, squares and all, you know what I mean? So the very first thing I want to talk about is how you need to learn yourself. Um, learn to love yourself, learn to love to be by yourself, enjoy your own company, enjoy who you are, learn to love your body, learn to love your occupation. You got to learn to love where you live, um, love your surroundings and everything. So, that being said, if somebody, something, some sort of situation you're in, you don't feel comfortable with in your life, get the fuck out. Let's get the fuck out. You know what I mean? Um, And when I say, like, learning to love being alone, being by yourself, is too many people feel like they have to please other people and they can't make themselves happy. Uh, You need to make yourself happy first before you make others you know what I'm saying? As long as you're not, like, doing stuff that's going to really hurt people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just have to, like, learn what you do. For a long time, um, I think why I'm so open about, I was a stripper for many years and so honest, is I really did love stripping. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. I enjoyed talking to my customers. Yeah, there was hardship, but I don't feel fucking ashamed of it. I'm happy. Um... That's what I did, and I can still admit to people to this day what I did. I didn't... Now, when I stripped, there was... I had little, like, rules, like I wouldn't tell babysitters or people that are going to financially take advantage of me, and that's why I would keep it separate. But I loved my occupation. I loved who I was as a person. Um, I love... Like, currently, I love being alone. Um, like, today, you know, you got to really love yourself. I just went to a freaking mall. I took the bus. I take public transportation, by the way. I don't like to drive. I live in New York City. And I went to, like, a nice mall, walked around, was all by myself, bought my candles, bought a cinnamon bun, even though I worked out and I'd been eating right. Uh, 
you know, and I just was alone and walking around and it was so good. You have to have to learn to love being alone, being in your own space, being in your environment. If you don't like your job, like, I mean, if you really don't like it, and I've been there before where, like, I've worked places that I didn't care for or I like the situation and I'm lucky I, I just adopt and I get out of that situation. Really reconsider what are you going to do next? How can I get myself out of here? And, you know, that's like, it's, it's, everybody has individual, like, needs, but you should really overall make yourself happy in every aspect of your life, whether it's work, whether it's, you know, families, like, being shitty on you. I'll be honest, I left where my family was because I felt like I couldn't grow. I felt like I could not grow as a person. And... My mother's very, very judgmental um, about stuff. And then, you know, you tell her something personal and freaking the neighbors know. Um, you know what I mean? And I had, in order for me to grow as a person, I had to leave, like, you know, like some of my family and move on and make myself happy. And I lived where the fuck I wanted to live. And I, I did what I wanted to do that made me happy. I didn't, without hurting people, again. You know, like, as long as you're not physically hurting people or doing stuff that is just going to hurt people, you know, be a good person. It's, it's good to be good. You know what I mean? So, and that being said, um, you know, women in general need to learn to love to be alone and love their space. Um, there's a good friend of mine. And I told her because she came at me and I remember her telling me about these dating experiences and this and that and this guy, whatever. And I said, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> learn to love living by yourself. Like, truly, like, decorate your house pink. You know, just the moment I realized something about being alone, any relationship that you are going to be in or whatever, you cannot depend on a diff another person for an income. You cannot depend on anybody to essentially make you happy, make you look better. Like, things are going to be perfect. When you get in a relationship, all that is is going to be is like you can promise with the other person. Therefore, sometimes women in general, I don't know if men do this. I can't speak. I can only. But women will fantasize about, oh, if I'm with this person, then this will happen. And it's, it's really a fantasy. A lot of women, you know what I mean? Like, that's why I was telling the friend, like, this, this girl, this person, um, this woman, I should say, she is a woman, like, enjoy yourself. Like, go, go get a pink couch, decorate your house. Like, quit worrying about these guys. Like, for real. Like, learn to be a love. Lo Learn to love to be alone, love where you live, and, like, decorate the house where you want it. My God, at one point in my life, I had Hello Kitty all over my freaking bedroom. I don't care. I had it all over my bedroom, but I was fucking happy. I was really, really happy. Again, I have Hello Kitty in the back. I don't know. Some, I am having the video on here, but... You know, love you, love to live alone, love doing activities by yourself and everything. You get what I'm saying? Just because you get into a relationship doesn't mean things are going to be grass and greener. 
Everything's going to be perfect. You've got to really love yourself, love what you've gotten yourself, love your work, love your freaking activities you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love to work out alone. I, I love to do, you know what I mean? It's, it's cool when I work out with somebody else, don't get me wrong, but... You know, I can hang by myself. I love my company. And, and that's what I'm trying to get at in general. So, you know what I mean? Because too many mistakes of woman is just, just fantasizing about this guy. And he's going to do this. And he's going to do that. And he's going to, you know, this is, oh, I can't do this or whatever. No. You know what I'm saying? Um, in general, Woman, if you're going to get in a relationship, that's what it is. It's sort of like an upgraded friendship. Maybe you guys are monogamous. Maybe you guys are poly. Maybe you guys are open-minded. I'm not going to go into all that shit. But, you know, when a woman, or even if a woman and a woman, um, you know, you get in a love relationship, a relationship where it's love and sex and all that good shit, you know, you can't get dependent on that person you know, you could be in a relationship and it could be 50-50. Yes, you could be in a relationship and one person works, but then the other person like stays at home or whatever. But you, you got you to gotta really like go into a relationship knowing you could hold your own and let the other person be that individual set. Not have these fucking ridiculous rules. Like, what's up with these rules? If you've got to have rules, there's difference between rules and having fucking respect. Do you understand? Like... I've talked to girls and I've been like, hey, let's do this or whatever, or whatever, you know. Oh, I can't. My man won't let me. Your man won't let you. What, what the fuck year is it? It's like fucking 2022 now. <laughs> what do you mean your man won't let you? I don't fall for that. But there's a difference. Like I, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a difference of having respect. Respect is... You're in a relationship with a guy and you go somewhere and you happen to see his friends, right? And you might be dating or talking to his friends and I'm just giving a little fucking scenario. But what I would personally do, I would say hi and bye and then and, 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 and keep, it, keep it pushing. What I wouldn't do is, is stop, talk, bring up or whatever. I'd say hi, bye. Be, let's say I'm dating a guy, I'm with a guy, and that's somebody that's his personal friend or whatever. I'd be like, hey, how are you? Oh, they're home, whatever, and then go about my merry business. I'm the type, I'm kind of old school, though, in a way. Like, if I would see some my partner's friends or somebody close to them, I'm just going to keep it pushing. I'm going to be cordial. Cordial's different than, but don't be one of these these girls that you stop and talk and flirt and now that's disrespect. You get what I'm saying? Make your man so if you're going to be with a, a, a in a relationship or something and you see somebody, have a little bit of respect when your partner's not there. Just think about them. You know what I'm saying? If, if you if you're in a relationship and your partner knows that you don't push the limits, there ain't going to be no fucking rules. It, it's having mutual respect for each other. And that's where I start going into boundaries. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. I'm moving my computer. I have this fucking computer right on this desk. So I don't know if I'm going to... I don't know if I'm going to put this shit on YouTube. I don't know. But this is my podcast. I'll, I don't know. I'll do what I decide. Boundaries are important in life. Whether you've got friends, 
whether you're dating, whether you're having a working relationship with somebody, you know what I'm saying? And you need to respect people's boundaries in general. In life, you've got to respect, everybody's got to just, you know, have boundaries up in different situations, meaning uh, you become friends with somebody. Don't be giving the fucking phone number out without asking the other person first. That's my, <laughs> I just quit that shit. I had somebody do that. They gave my number to somebody and I, I dated, and the person that was calling me didn't even know who they were. And I'm like, how the fuck is this? How is this happening? You know, have respect, have boundaries for other people. Boundaries, like I said, you know, it could be, you know, you start dating a guy. It's three weeks, right? Three weeks you've been dating him. He's fresh and new or whatever. And, you know, let me let me tell you a little story. Okay, one time I had a friend over and I was living, this is when I was living in Manhattan. And she was dating a gobbly a couple weeks or whatever. She had a suitcase full of molest. Hold on, it's my thing. I think I might be paused over here. But anyway, she had a suitcase and she bugged the guy about, um, she wanted to contact the guy and tell him, uh, hey, can you watch my, uh, you know, can you go ahead and, and watch my suitcase or drop it off at his house? And mind you, it was a little tiny suitcase or whatever. And I told, and the guy was working and she was like, I'm going to, because I'm going to go off or hang out with him or date. I don't know what the hell she was doing with him. But bottom line, it was like a couple weeks, right? The guy's at work and she wants to bug him when she can hold on to this little ass suitcase. You understand? And um, what you need to do, this is where you play boundaries when you date somebody, when you, when you meet somebody, when you become friends. You don't start asking for, let people work. You know what I'm saying? It's just fresh. It's not like you dated the guy for over a year. She dated him for over a year. You know, they knew each other. She had the keys to his place. She could just drop the thing in there. You don't have the keys to his place, yet the relationship is not there. So you need to have that boundary because now, like, it, it just, it, it was something so small. Now, if the guy offers, the guy offered, but I was like, you know, the guy is working. And he had a good job at the time. Like, a really, really, I don't even, I can't really say what he did, but it's like, do not bug. I had to tell her, do not bug that man while he is working. Because, you know, it just doesn't, like, like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I'm saying? So have boundaries. Like when you meet somebody, just be aware of like where you live. You don't know. I once had a girlfriend tell me this though. This was the smartest thing. When you're a single woman, and this was really, really smart. She, I remember her like scolding me. Stacy is her name. I want I, sometimes I'll say people's names who gave me advice, but Stacy out of Dallas, she knows who she is. If she ever listens to this, she said like this, you know what? You always want to say that you live with somebody, even when you don't. And she told me, make it seem like you have a boyfriend. Like, oh, I'm going home to my boyfriend or whatever. Like, talking about when you're at work. We were dancers at the time. So she had a very, very big point. When you meet somebody before, and I think this would be good for women, act like you got somebody fucking living there when you don't. I don't give a fuck. Don't let pe people know too much about your business for safety boundaries man you got to get to know people you got to have safe boundaries you can't 
if you meet somebody right away, you know what I mean? Like, take it a moment. Don't invite yourself over. Don't show up. I've, I've had that happen. I have had that happen before. I literally, one time, I'll never forget this crazy-ass lady. Um, I am Hispanic. I always call it the, um, the novella syndrome, right? <laughs> I always, you know, a single white female, well, single Hispanic female sent for me, and they go a little bit crazy with me. Other, I love my other Latina ladies, but I had this one woman, and she wasn't in the adult business like I was. She was just a regular, smegular woman, whatever, square. Um, and we became friends, and she knew where I lived, and at the time, I think my younger daughter was with me. She had a kid or whatever. One day, I'm, like, sitting home, and I had just finished work or whatever, and I'm keeping quiet to myself, and my daughter wasn't even there, and I'm hearing a knock at the door, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? And I look through the peephole, and she's, like, she didn't even call or text me or nothing. She just shows up at my house, and then I'm like, I'm kind of, like, weirded out, like, why did this woman, you know, like, at least text, call, if it's emergency, you said something. So then later on, she calls me. Yeah, I went by your house because I was just bored and I wanted to hang out. And I'm thinking like, and I told her that I was working too. This was creepy. Like I told the woman like, look, I'm working today, whatever. I had gotten home. I don't know if she followed me, whatever. And literally I was just like, again, I wanted my alone time. I wanted my damn alone time. And, yo, know, I was creeped up. And this is a fee, you know, a fee, another female. And, and I was just like, yo, that's, you got to have boundaries with people. You got to have respect and boundaries and relationship, friendships, work. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, uh, I'll talk about Lainey a lot. But um, I love my PR lady, Lainey. Um, she is awesome. But I know on the weekend she is busy with her husband or busy with her father. Or, you know, she's doing something. I'm not going to bug her. I'm going to give her her space. I kind of, I feel like sometimes like I have to protect her. Like when I tell other people about her, but I'm like, you know, look, she's busy. She's busy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like leave her alone. But you know what I mean? Like business, I don't, you know, I'll text her first. I'll call. It has to be something important because I know like on the weekend, she's responsible for her dad and, and you, and, and she's a person, you know, she, I consider her a good friend. But also, even as a good friend, you know what I'm saying, I know she's got a life. So therefore, I, and this is, I had to bring up somebody business, so we're going to bring up Lainey. Um, you know, I'm going to leave her alone when I know she's with her father. I'm going to leave her alone. The only thing, I think I did call her on Christmas. And she's like, oh, Merry Christmas. Because I, I celebrate bef the day before Christmas. <laughs> I'm freaking... As Latinas, we celebrate the 24th. We don't celebrate the 25th. And then she was Jewish, so I thought, wait, Christmas Day would be okay. Then I was like, oh, she does. Her husband's Christian. So, you know, like, oh, they she they celebrate Christmas Day, too. You know what I mean? That's the one time I think I fucked up, like, a boundary. Because I was thinking, like, okay, well, it's it, Hanukkah's over with. And, and, then, and then Christmas Eve's over with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, well, some people really do celebrate Christmas. I, you know. So have boundaries with people. Respect, space, give it to them. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in general, like, 
your coworkers, your friends, your family. Would family have boundaries? You know what I'm saying? Um, I have a lot of boundaries. My kids will not be having an OnlyFans page or I will be going and getting this fucking chancleta that's on my foot and beating their ass. I'm sorry. I I don't play that shit. Um, I've worked too hard on the pole, too hard. I'm not up with that shit, you know? Um, you know what I mean? So I have boundaries with my kids. I don't really particular... You know, I know some people are out there, they've had, they've done mother-daughter stuff, but that that's not my forte. My And then I get really irritated when people ask me about my daughter. Um, my daughter's busy in law school. That's it. She's busy. So she ain't have time for none of that, and she's not about to. So, um, but I have, you know, when I talk to my kids, I talk about, you know, stuff with kids. So you got to have boundaries with family with your brother, your mother, like all of that. You know what I mean? You should respect family. Um, third, I'm going to want to talk about health. How can we get schooled by Marcella about health? Well, this is the thing. We all have to stay healthy in life. Bottom line. If we want to keep on functioning in life, you know, I'm not going to go into what diet is correct because everybody has their own personal meal preference. Some people are vegan. Some people are kosher. Some people are keto. Some people are um, plant-based. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But overall, you, for your health, let me school you real quick. Cardio is important. It's important for your heart. I think they, I'm not going to fact check here, but I think you got to do cardio like three times a week. I do it between five and six times a week because I'm a little bit nutty and I like to look good. But, um, you know, you got to take care of yourself. You've got to move around. You got to do some weights. You got to eat right. You got to make sure, you know, everything is proportioned. You've got to, you know, and overall take care of your health. You know what I'm saying? If like, soda might be bad. I'm not going to say don't drink any soda. But basically, and then this is where we're going to get into, like, addiction and stuff in a second. You know, but read labels. Be aware of what you put on. Read some health books. Um, go to the gym. Do yoga. Pilates. I love Pilates. I absolutely think Pilates. Everybody should do Pilates. I understand everybody has their own different workout, and I'm not going to push um, what I feel is right. But uh, for me that I have very severe back problems, I had scoliosis, I had my back fused at a certain age. I find that um, Pilates seems to be my best form of exercise where overall it helps me. It helps my um, positioning in my body and everything else. You know what I'm saying? I'm very, very happy with Pilates and what it does for me. Check it out. Check it out. So here we go, as I'm talking about health, and there is a point where drugs and alcohol can be excessive, and so can food, and so can working out. Um, that being said, be aware of your vices, your addictions. You know, I know I brought in health, but don't let addiction take over you. Now, this is the thing. I'm not going to say don't drink, don't do drugs, because... I realize myself, I don't have any type of addictions because I can, I can, um, I can do a drug and then not do it the next day. Right now I'm old as shit 
And there was a point I realized you just can't do this drugs anymore. <laughs> if you want to keep on living and look good. You know what I'm saying? Right now I have no makeup on. I look like shit on purpose right now. But you got to just be aware of, you know what I'm saying? If you're a person and you could do drugs, right? And you know when to quit, then you're okay. And I'm not trying to like push drug use or whatever, push drinking. But if you're a person, you go out and you have maybe a couple of drinks, two drinks minimum, and you go home, you don't drive, you take an Uber Lyft or somebody else is driving you and you're cool and you know that you can, oh, you know you can say no. If you're a person, you can say no on anything with exercise, you know your limits with food. Like, you know, you can have a cupcake and you won't eat those five or six cupcakes. You know that. That's good. That's good. But if you know you have an addiction, um, go get help. Seriously. And I think the best way would, be, and it's free, is the um, AA group. The whole AA group. Some cities have a lot. Some don't. Um, with the, and I want to say, when I'm saying AA, they have NA, which is narcotics. They have one for overeaters. I actually went to the overeaters one. Um and I loved it, but however, I started going to different meetings, and that's when I realized I really am not an addict. Like, I liked it, and I enjoyed some of those uh, self-help. You know, they're all the 12-step format, and I found it helpful, but I realized, hey, I don't have a problem with really food. I'm just, like, enjoying, I was really, like, enjoying the meetings, and I think it was one particular meeting. They had the sweetest older woman there that was just phenomenal, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And my friend was in it. I don't know if I could bring my friend. I won't mention the, my friend's name. But it was just like the sweetest group of women ever. And I felt so united. But then when I went to these other meetings, I was like, yo, I don't have a problem here. <laughs> this, I can't relate. I can't relate. You know what I mean? Because I do have a lot of self. Some Not everybody has self-discipline. And that's where... If you know you don't have any self-discipline um, and you go from one addiction to another, please just get help. The 12-step program is great. Um, my father died at 68 because he used to like party like a rock star. And he used to say AA is for quitters. And I think it would have done him good. It would have gave him some sort of sense of community if he would have got into some sort of program and everything. You know, other than keep on like addicting. And I had to bring this up right after food because the thing with addiction, um, with drugs and alcohol, like I've noticed some addicts, they go from one thing to another, to another, to another. And I don't care what occupation you are. There's so many, so much addiction and everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you know, every, everywhere there's addiction, unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? And then also the, the group, another group that I got a lot was Al-Anon. I don't know if I said it right, but it was children of addicts. And I went to that at one period of time and I really liked the Al-Anon or sorry if I'm not like fact checking. I'm like, I literally write notes down and I just fucking keep on talking. And then that's just the way I do things. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, that was a great group. But if you know you seriously have an addiction or whatever, you've got it. So in the past, I'll share with you a little story. When I've, like, partied or been around people that partied, I've just, and, and I felt like, hey, it's time to stop. I just 
fucking walked away from those people, walked out, did my own thing, and just stepped out and, and quit. You know, I was able to do that. And then, you know, I just, I think when maturity and as I got older, I reached a point that I realized, you know, every day I just want to enjoy my day. I don't want to be messed up. I want to live long. I want to look good. I want to feel good. I want to do my job the best. I want to enjoy my family. And that's when I realized, you know, like, hey, you have to cut shit at a certain age. Um, I'll be honest. I was a really good kid. <laughs> I didn't do any drugs. I didn't drink. I was a really, really good kid. So it's easy for me to talk. But if you know you've got any of these issues, please just look at the 12-step program. Surround yourself. You know what I'm saying? And and get the help you need. Um, you know, if you're drinking alcohol, you're doing drugs because... You have another issue that you're trying to block or hold, like, please look into the 12-step programs. And I'm just going to recommend that, the 12-step program um, over therapy, because I feel like there's a community with those 12-step programs. And you just have to keep on, like they say, keep on going. And I really, like, I've been to some of them, but I haven't been to enough. And I don't know, like, uh, I, I see for people that have addiction how that could, it could be like a positive but also don't judge people. Once you do get off the shit, don't start judging the old people just because they're not joining your sobriety party. Like, don't look down at them either. Like, okay, you're there. They're there. You know? They maybe will go there when they're ready. And I learned that uh, from a friend that, you know what I'm saying, that could be around addicts. And I was like, amazing. I'm like, how are you? Wait a minute. Sober and... And that's, that's another good form of discipline. Like, don't throw, um, what's it, stones at a glass house or whatever. Even when you do change. you If you're quitting an addiction, it's so your overall being can be better for everybody and for yourself. You get what I'm saying? Like, don't be start to judge and, and put people down. Because, bitch, you were there. You were there before, you know. And I noticed the people that judge, they were the ones fucking smoking the crack under the bar you know what I'm saying? At eight, seven or eight in the morning the next day, you know, like the first people to judge were the ones that were like the worst. You, you get what I'm saying? So just don't like, hey, your journey is different than other people. Again, you know what I'm saying? So this is where I go. Stop being a hater. This is this is my little philosophy for get school right here. Um. I grew up, my mother was a big time hater. And I think that's why I'm not a hater at all. Um, I don't have an issue with nobody till somebody has an issue and starts something with me. Then you got a fucking issue with me. That's how I am as a person. Um, growing up, though, my mom, I'll never forget this. She'd be like, she would point to somebody. She goes, I don't like her. I go, why not, mom? What do they do? She goes, they're skinny. They're skinny. And I was like, okay, what do you mean they're skinny? Oh, look at them. They think they're all that because they're skinny. They're skinny. And look at them. Oh, they just think, look at them, the way they're parading around in their pants and this. So that was my mom. Then I was in high school, and I'll never forget, I had a friend. She was Puerto Rican. She was a very sweet girl. And she was very thin. And she literally cried to me. She cried so badly. She was like, I can't gain weight to save my life 
my father's bought me weekend. Like she was really, really upset about being so skinny. I was kind of envious. I'll be honest. I was like jealous. Like what the fuck? Like <laughs> I go what? I was like so jealous her at the moment. But then she cried, and something inside of me said like. You can't hate people based on how they physically look. And that it made me realize something because she was crying to me. She was honest. I was just like, wow, girl, but you look good. Like, I thought at the time she looked good. Now, now because things are normal, you know, with, we don't have, like, Kate Moss as a model for how America's youth, you know what I'm saying? Now I, I know she really was a skinny girl. But she cried. She was sad. And I... All of a sudden, I emphasize and I realize something by that moment when I was in high school. Sometimes people really can't help their weight and their size. And everybody's body is different. The way they look, their appearance, maybe their nose is crooked or whatever. You know, and it, it, I just remember that moment um, of her being so sad and everything. The good news is, though, I remember we reconnected later on when we were adults and she was so happy that after she had her kids, she goes, look, I'm fat. And she actually sent me a picture of her little belly. And I was like, oh, she was so happy to have a belly roll. <laughs> like, can you imagine to be that happy? But she had struggled as a teenager being so skinny and, you know, trying to gain weight. And for somebody to send that picture, I was happy for her. Um, but I realized at that point, you can't hate anybody how they look for their size, for their color. We cannot, when we're born, we can't help our gender. We can't help our um, race. We can't help our race. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? We can't help our hair color. We can own. So you can't really hate on other people for the way they look. If they're skinny, they're fat or whatever. Um, you know, like I grew up with my mom. My mom was a freaking hater. My mom was at the biggest hater biggest just jealous all the time of other women and i'm not i look at a pretty woman and i go i want to look like her i want to look like her <laughs> i want to look like her that's how i am i want to look like this person oh no, oh like so that's how i am when i see somebody you know what i mean be honest like as a woman so i don't have any hate in me i don't get jealous i certainly don't get jealous of other people's relationships i don't I really don't. Um, that could be fooling on people when you see people on social media and they've got this great relationship. That's the that's the biggest fucking lie ever when people are in relationship. And let me tell you, if you're a sex worker, you don't want to have your partner on your social media. If you really want to make money, you don't have your partner. Some crazy shit going on now that I've never seen in my life. These fucking squares. Sorry. Just a little rant there. But... Yeah, don't be a hater, bottom line. Don't hate people. Um, I get a lot of hate. I don't know what the hell. I'll be the first to tell somebody how to make money. I'll be the first to, like, be your biggest fan. And I've had people, like, get funky with me. I don't know. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Usually, it, yeah, it is other females. But I've had guys, too. Um, as a Hispanic, Latina female, I'll say his, whatever now I'm considered. Um, I was born in this country. I've noticed um, I have love. A lot of my fans are from, like, California. They're from Texas or whatever. But middle America, it's, like, it's not so popular because they're afraid I'm going to come in. And I don't know. I don't know what the hell. Like, I was born in this country, 
and I still don't get the fucking respect. But yeah, stop being a hater. Stop being a hater altogether. We can't help where we're born. We can't help our race and all that. Now, this one is for the ladies, and this is the, the biggest piece of advice that a grown-ass woman needs to hear. And you need to learn to fucking forget. <laughs> Men have been doing it for a long time. Yes, you heard me. You need to learn to fuck and forget. What do you mean by fucking forget? What are you talking about fucking forget? You know what? Sometimes, ladies, just because you, you need to realize, and I'm talking again to the squares, to everybody. Men are animals. They want sex all the time. And they're pretty simple. The men are very, very simple. They want sex, they want to eat, and they want to go in their cave. And that being said, you know, when you're, in women, we get horny. I got horny all the time. When I was 30 years old, this is when my best fucking forget experience was, and I was very happy, but I literally, I remember when I hit 30, I was super horny. I would fuck a guy and forget him, and out the door. I couldn't get them out the door quick enough. Maybe I was... Hold on, maybe it wasn't when I was 30. Maybe it was when I was 27 or somewhere during that period of time. <laughs> I don't know when I was a slut. But you really have to do this if if certain point, certain point, you understand, in your life, have a little fun in life. Like, not every guy that you fuck, you got to have a fucking relationship with. Why? It's one thing you date, you get along, it's cool. But let's say, you know, you fuck a guy and it's good, but you don't like him. Just fuck him and forget him. Like, you don't get need to get too involved. Make sure you're using protection. Make sure you're using a condom. Make sure you're getting STD tested, of course. I'm not trying to say raw dog in and fucking get dirty. But honestly, like one of the best relationships I've ever had in my life, and I'm going to tell you, was this guy that was just, I would fuck him. And he was a loser, I wasn't really, like, I didn't want to date him. I didn't want to be with him. I didn't want any kind of fucking future whatsoever with him. But I could fuck him and I could forget him. And he eventually moved on. He got a girlfriend or whatever. I was happy. I was happy. You know, yes, the sex was good. But that's all it was. I knew this guy would never make me happy. I, I and, and. I knew, like, the guy was a loser. He didn't have a job. I wasn't going to, I didn't want to go help him. I, and that's another thing. Quit fucking, quit trying to help him and then expect the help in return. If you're going to do a nice, kind gesture, do nice, kind gender, don't fucking expect it back, especially with a dude. Learn to just fuck and forget. Once you've done that, ladies, your life is simple. Fuck and forget, all right? Men have been doing it for a while. I'm sure any guys listening to it are like, yeah, fucking forget. You know what I'm saying? Don't call them crazy or whatever. Don't get dirty too, ladies, if you know. Because what's this shit about? If you know a guy is with a girl, what I don't know. Personally, me, if I see somebody is with a dude, I get turned off. I'm like grossed out. I'm turned off. Like, I'm like, oh, you're with him? I, I don't know what it is. I don't want sloppy seconds. It's me personally. I know not a lot of ladies are like that. They they get into, like, another guy. I don't know if it's a fetish or whatever. I don't. I don't. I personally don't. But, ladies, if you know he's single or he's some loser that, you know, like, I live in Brooklyn. I heard there's these, there's these hot Brooklyn guys and maybe see, you know, he lives in a fucking little 
studio or whatever. He's got some good dick. His room smells. You know what I mean? And you just are not into him. You know what I'm saying? He's into fucking... He watches Marvel movies all day long or fucking, you know, hockey or some bullshit or whatever. You know, fuck him and forget him and just fucking move on. There's there's something better out there than to sit there and fucking dwell on some guy that you're just... Yeah, you're having good sex. You could just keep it a while. Maybe move on to another guy. You fucking forget. Fucking forget. Fucking forget. Just remember that. that. That'll just save you a lifetime of, you know, like, literally, they just fucking get off, go move, and then worry about yourself. Do wake up the next day, take care of yourself, do everything. Don't get on birth control so you don't have a little fucking forget uh, bad experience. But, you know, enjoy yourself. Enjoy being single. So... Anyway, now we're going to go into, oh, this is getting good. I got 40 minutes here. I'm so proud of myself. Sports, ladies, when you are finally in a relationship, when you are finally in a relationship, sports are your best friends, okay? If you date a guy or whatever, you want a guy to get like, go watch the game, go be with his friends, Go to a fucking game. I, when I lived in L.A., I loved it because, like, there was the Laker game. See, there's not too much going on in New York. I, I, those, I know there's, like, the Brooklyn Nets that are popular or whatever. But sports, ladies, once you do date that guy and he's got a favorite team, a favorite team, he likes that team, okay? Now, it's not everybody's all in the sports or whatever, but when you find that man... And let's say he loves a team or whatever. Guess what you do? When it's time for Christmas or his birthday, that's the gift you fucking give him. I wish you not. That man will love you for life. If he likes a college basketball team, if he likes a fucking football team, a baseball team, a basketball team. You know, when, when it gets down to the holidays, if you guys are having a healthy relationship, give him a gift. When you get in a relationship and it is long-term and he wants, you know, oh, he's going to go watch football that Sunday with the boys or whatever, let him encourage him. Give yourself a fucking break. Be by yourself. Enjoy yourself. Do you understand? Do stuff for yourself. Go to the fucking spa. Go hang out with your girlfriends. Go fucking hike. Go fucking work out. Do something. Let your man fucking enjoy the fucking sports. Quit being, and he's watching the game, or whatever. You know what? Let him. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Here, here, here. Let me tell you, I got two stories, back to back. There was a girl, I think she's still on, like, my personal Facebook, and I was in a group, and she was mad because her dude was going to go to this football game or something. And at the time, I was with somebody that liked that same team, and I said, hey, why don't we send the men to the game and we go somewhere? Because she was bitching about him going to the game. And I said, look, my partner here wants to go to this fucking game. And she's bitching because it's the dude's boy. It's, her, it's the guy. I don't know if they were dating or boyfriend or whatever. But it was his birthday and he wanted to go to this game. And she was bitching about it. She was bitching. You're in a relationship and the guy wants to go to a game on his birthday? Like, it ain't your birthday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, anyway, she wasn't down for it when I said it. And I was like, what the hell's wrong with her? Well, anyway, a month later, they were broken up. 
they were broken off. A second time, again, another Facebook group. This was a group I remember when I was living in L.A. and it was females, a lot of younger females than me. And I'll never forget, this is like when I discovered I'm a different generation from millennial to generation X. I'm like a totally different generation there. And we kind of don't vibe. But in my day, I would sit and listen to an older woman. I would sit there, listen, take it all in. So this girl goes, for Hanukkah, I'm going to give my boyfriend a playlist of love songs. Can I get a recommendation of love songs, right? And and I'm not going to go into, you know, her boyfriend's Jewish, he's for Hanukkah. Um, I'm not going to go in to, like, political thing. you know. She wasn't Jewish, of course. Um, not good into religion. I'm trying not to talk too much and get myself in trouble here. But... I simply said this, you know, because he is a man. And I said, honey, that's a beautiful gift. But, you know, why don't you try something like a gift about sports or if he's into, like, music or he's into uh, comics or whatever. I got blasted <laughs> so fucking hard for this comment, you know. And I got, oh, how fucked up are you? It was coming left and right. Now... The girl was in a, they, her and the guy were two different cultures, okay? And two different, very different cultures. I don't want to say what she was, but two different, very, very different cultures or whatever. So you, you got to like, and I understand you love him. You're proclaiming your love and all that. And you want to show it in some love songs, okay? Men don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. It's a sweet gesture, but not like. You know, and I get it if he loves, but she wanted to do, she wanted the other females to give a recommendation of love songs. Other females for this guy's gift. And I was the only one that spoke. And, you know, they're in a heterosexual relationship. So, you know, he's a heterosexual male. And I just simply said, you know, sports, um... You know, if he likes music, if he has a particular favorite band and or comics or whatever, you know, that he could like fucking Marvel. Um, and they came at me. I got kicked out of the group, by the way, for saying that comment. So not even three weeks later, <laughs> not even three weeks later, I passed by her Facebook page and so this was right after Hanukkah ended and everything. And um, and I told her, I said, sometimes, girl, like, you got to think what men would like and think like a man. You know, there's a book called Think Like a Man, Not Like a Woman. You know, there's Harvey, what's his name? You, Sorry if I quote it wrong, but I, I read the book. I forgot his name. I'll probably remember. <laughs> I see his face, but I don't know his name. If anybody can write in the comments and say, Steve Harvey. There we go, Steve Harvey. Um he wrote a book. It was, it was, in fact, everybody go fucking read it. Maybe I'll put in my Amazon recommendation. But I said, you know, you got to think like a man. And she literally tore me apart and says, I will not think like a man. I will think like myself. So not even three weeks later, not even three weeks later, I check her Facebook out. She's all depressed. She doesn't know where everything went wrong. He has dumped her. He's broken up with her. He has dumped her. And... And, can I say it? Can I say it? I'm not trying to be catty here. 
not only has he dumped her, he has moved on. And now, it, and from because of my little Facebook snoop, because I just had to fucking know, because she was pissed. He has moved on and got with somebody his own culture as well. His own, I don't want to say, his own culture. I'll keep it like that. And he moved on quick. So, obviously, there was no fucking love there. That being said, if you're the fucking cool chick... If you're the cool chick and you're dialed down on what your man likes, what your partner likes, and then again, you could, okay, let me speak. I wanted to originally do this podcast with a friend of mine that was gay, so I could, like, be brought into um, other, you know what I mean, other people. But anyway, relationship, gay, straight, binary, whatever. Be in tune to what your partner likes, not what you like. You understand? Not the smushy love stuff. And everything, like, that doesn't have to be about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you know your partner likes fucking um, Star Wars, and you know there's some big Star Wars people, fucking their birthday's coming, Hanukkah's coming, Christmas is coming, something's coming. Think about what they like. Not about what you like. Not about professing your love and all that. You know, but respect it and respect the other person being an individual. Quit fucking, you know, pushing a relate. Let, you know, when you're in a relationship, it's like you each are still individual people. Don't lose that individualness of who you are and don't let your partner lose their individual self. You know what I'm saying? That being said, man, let your man go to a fucking sports game. You know? Let your fucking, your wife, if she's into. Uh, I don't know, what are women into? See, this is why I wanted a, a co-host that was gay so I could be like, you know, what if she's into water polo and she wants to watch water polo? I don't know what the hell. You know, like, be considerate of your other partner's needs and all that. And I'm telling you, heterosexual woman out there, sports can be your best friend. And another thing that I'm going to say about this relationship, I'm so happy that I have just talked. I've done this podcast. I'm like, this is a victory for me because I'm schooling people and I didn't even realize. I haven't even gone to the full level. But anyway, stop following people for money, thinking that they're going to support you and everything. By the way, I actually came for money. Um, Not my father, individual, but... My father's father was a millionaire. I didn't... Now, the reason I've never chased anybody with money, I've never... In fact, I kind of regret not fucking Derek Jeter in my 20s. I really do regret that shit. I didn't do... I was hanging out with him one night, and I didn't go all the way, and I really fucking regret it. How cool would it have been if I would have been like, I fucked Derek Jeter, but I didn't. <laughs> and I fucking regret it. How, if I would have fucked and forget Derek Jeter, I would have had something to share with my grandkids one day. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But, you know, I kind of regret that. Yeah, like, anyway, I was dating him. I was young at the time. And I think I didn't fuck him because I didn't want to have feelings. But I was close enough. And I don't know what happened. I'll be honest. Um, Derek Jeter was a perfect, perfect gentleman with me. Um, at the time I was dancing in Tampa, he lived in Tampa, you know, he was with the Yankees or whatever. I, I know guys out there, probably young people right now, Google Derek Jeter, who, it, who it is. Um, you know, but I kind of like, didn't, 
I don't know. Like, I didn't chase him because of money. I thought he looked cute. I thought he was fucking hot. You know what I mean? Um, Derek Jeter at the time. And if you look him up, he is a good-looking guy. Um, but, yeah, I I didn't want to fall for him. I think that's why I didn't fuck him. But And this is where I'm going. I grew up with my father's family having money. I never, I didn't even know we had any money growing up as a kid. And this is why I think this way. But um, I remember being a kid and I wanted to go to this fucking camp where they, this theater camp so badly. And I remember telling a friend of mine's mom. And I'm like, oh, this is the camp I want to go to. I'm going to go here so badly. And she goes, why don't you ask your grandparents? Your father's, and I was like, what? What? They don't have money. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? And I'm like arguing back. I'm like, they don't have any money. They're poor as shit. And they were that good, my father's side of the family. Um, yeah, they all have money on my father's side of my family. My mother's side, they work, they're hard workers or whatever. But my Cuban side, yo, they got money. Um, but I don't see a penny of that. My father did die. He did leave me a house. And you know what I'm saying? I'm taking care of that. That's going to be my retirement house. I'm going to leave it to my children. Hopefully leave it to my grandchildren. Then they're on. But I didn't know that they had money. This being said, when I finally figured out they had money, and I, and I, by the way, I stripped and I paid my way of fucking college. I was disowned when I was a teenager for having a child out of wedlock. I never relied on that. And that's why you shouldn't get involved with somebody that has money to think that money is ever going to be yours. What you need to do as an individual person is just fucking make your own fucking money. And, and that's where all bundles together that you are yourself. You need to take care of yourself. You need to overall realize you're one individual. You're in charge of your fucking destiny and your destiny fucking only. Nobody else is in charge of you. Do you understand? Nobody else is in charge of you but you. No, but no, quit relying on people. Hey, if people are fucking assholes here, then go fucking somewhere else. You, you get what I'm saying? When I was a stripper, and I'll bring back when I was a stripper, for instance, if I worked at one club and there was a dipshit manager, then I'd work a different shift. Or I'd go across the street to this other club. Then I'd find another club, whatever. Fucking people are going to be assholes wherever you fucking go, going to prevent you from opportunity. But what you need to do, what you need to do is realize in life, you know, you are in charge of your own vessel. And that's where I go to, like, stop following a guy because you think you're going to be set up or whatever. And, 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 oh, my God, I'm going to date this guy and this is what he's going to do for me. Quit that. Stop. Stop at it. Stop at it right now. Stop. You need to make your, you need to be in position. Now, there's nothing wrong with getting a little help from people once in a while. I won't lie. But, you know, mutual respect here. Mutual respect. So, wow, I am so very happy. It is like 54 minutes that I have been on here. This is my first ever episode. I hope I was schooling you guys. Um, please follow my IG at Marcella Sobella. Thank God I still have it every day with Instagram, but I'll be schooling you more on my podcast soon as I get more episodes coming up. I, and sorry about my rants, my cussing or whatever, but this is who I am. And I hope everything made sense. So you have a wonderful day and be a good person and respect others. Learn to fucking forget and stop following up for money. <laughs> Did I teach enough lessons today? <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day.